Road. We're your hosts, Morgan and Ricky. We're here to share the success stories of people who took the opportunity to join the trades and how these opportunities can be achieved by anyone looking for success. Hey everybody and welcome back to Middle of the Res Road. Today we have two very special guests. Um, we have Laura and Dave who work with 2 and 8 Trades and they are full-time career counselors. But before we get into that interview, me and Ricky are going to discuss um, just some upcoming events. We have a powwow update for this weekend and our trivia question for this week. It's Hinkley, right? Hinkley, yes. June 17th, 18th, and 19th. So if you're over there, make sure you check it out. It's going to be a fun one. Mm-hmm. So I haven't seen you in a while. What have you been up to? Um, I bought bikes. Bikes? Yeah. Like mountain bikes, no, cycle yeah, bikes? like pedal bikes. Regular bikes? Yeah, I took the training wheels off this time. <laughs> um, no, I had no idea Duluth was such a big biking community. Yeah. So I'm trying to pick up a new hobby, kind of lose some weight now. Oh. Still trying to work off my COVID weight. <laughs> <laughs> well, fun. But yeah, what'd you do? Uh, me and my friend took our kids to Brainerd. We went to the Arrowwood lodge water park up there mm-hmm. so that was really fun we did a lot i've never been up in that area since i was probably a kid at the race the raceway there yep so we did that we swam a lot <laughs> i forgot to ask you too last episode you mentioned getting a house yeah so What's been going on with that we got our keys friday right before i left so kind of so you move in we can move in anytime, but I'm painting and all that oh. fun stuff first. Well, congrats. Thanks. <laughs> Anyways, what's our trivia question? Laura and Dave are dying to yeah. know. No, okay. Dave's wondering how in the world you remembered to ask about Brainerd but forgot to ask about a house. <laughs> I asked what she was doing. Got it, got it. <laughs> <laughs> or what she did this weekend. No, last episode we were going to kind of elaborate on the house a little bit, but we ran out of time. So Yeah. Anyway. It's catching. <laughs> catching <laughs> like, up. What's going on? Anyway, so our trivia question is in honor of Father's Day this weekend. So the question is, what is the most popular Father's Day gift? And we will come back at the end of the show after Laura and Dave tell us a little bit about themselves and what they do. So think on it. <laughs> yeah, so Laura, what... Uh it's okay if you're nervous. <laughs> um, what kind of got you into being a career counselor? Um, I worked at a school district for seven or eight years, and a lot of the times when I was working with the youth, it was more about helping them and guiding them than actually just doing, like, grades and reports and talking about attendance. So that kind of um, started the ball rolling, I guess. 
And then I started an organization that really was um, intuitive with academic development. And I really enjoyed um, aspects of it. And so when the job at JET opened up, I applied. And when I got it, it was like, this is like perfect. This is this is my calling. How long have you been doing it? Uh, good question, Dave. Year and a half. Year and a half. Closer to two. Yes. Yeah, See, you guys were just picking on me about forgetting to mention a house, but you don't know how long yeah, you've worked. I don't even know how old I am. <laughs> so Dave, Dave keeps me together. What about you, Dave? What got you into this career? Oh, man. I've been in this career for a long time, um, but not necessarily with Jet. I've been working with uh, finding people work, finding people jobs, helping people. Um, you know, they're at that point where they need a hand. I have a sign in my office that says impact one person every day. That sign's about 30 years old. And um, so, yeah, I was working at a college and an opportunity came, uh, the opportunity came to work with what then was NemoJet, which we call Jet now, and uh, the opportunities to uh, reach people and talk to a different, uh, a different group of people. Uh, and I just had my fifth anniversary. Oh, so, nice. Oh, yeah. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Is Jet and 218's trades kind of the same thing or? So 218 Trades is a piece of JET. So JET is a regional organization that takes care of people and employment needs pretty much across the board from everybody from a single mom who just needs a little bit of help to get to the next level. Um, like we're, we, Laura and I work a lot with kids, so we work with high school students. Uh, the tough group for me, and Laura, feel free to jump in, are those, are those young adults got young adults in there you said young adults yep, the first I'm time he said kids i was gonna correct almost him. <laughs> almost always say kids um uh young adults who have just graduated from high school when they graduated they didn't really know what they wanted to do or said i'm gonna take a gap year and all of a sudden the gap year's in year three mm-hmm. and i mean those are kind of the fun ones uh for me to reach because once you've done that you've changed their impacted one person every day yeah and we're totally not against gap year like gap year great idea productive gap year is the key it's all about that. I mean, we don't want to see lazy gap year where you're like, I'm just going to hang out on mom's couch or get an apartment and work at the gas station because I really don't want to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Take that gap year, and if you can't work with us directly, um, let us help guide you to some resources to be successful in that. Gap years can be very productive, and I encourage a lot of my students to go overseas, um, join like Peace or AmeriCorps, mm-hmm. anything they can do, Go backpack Europe if you can do it. I mean, get out and experience some culture and some diversity and ethnicities and just really embrace culture outside of your four little walls of northeast Minnesota because it's a big world. Right. And I have to go back to Dave's analogy before we are on the air. Can you explain, Dave, um, Jet and 28 Trades in in a, an analogy? I sure, I, I sure can. Um, so when people say our jet and two and eight trades, uh, what's the difference between the two? Mm-hmm. Um, it's tough to say because one is a piece of the other, you know, like it's jet would be the left arm on a body or sorry, two and eight trades would be an arm on the body. That's jet. So jets, the all encompassing organization, uh, where two and eight trades is an extension of that organization that, um, you know, we are allowed to do, um, work getting people involved in the trades. Is it only the trades or do you guys cover a wide spectrum? For two and eight trades? I mean, or jet. jet. And 
Just in general for both. You said they're the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so I guess we're going to go on analogies. I'm going to avoid body parts. Well, I could have used, you asked me about the analogy (laughs) I used before the show. (laughs) Um, So um, Jet is a part of a bigger uh, group, I guess is how you could say it. So one way to look at how the organizations are built is um, Jet is a part of Career Force. So Career Force is kind of like the mall. Think of it as the Miller Hill or Mall of America. And then within that mall of Career Force, you have organizations like Jet, AEOA, which is, um, what is AEOA stand for? Arrowhead Economic Opportunity A. Agency is what it is. Arrowhead Economic Opportunity Agency. Um, VRS, which is like vocational rehab services, um, veterans services, like disabled veterans and other state veterans services, services for the blind, state services for the blind. So those are all like the shops in the mall. And then the two and a trades piece is kind of like, well, we have the JC Penny, but we want to have like the extra shop in the mall. We're like that extra. So shop we're like Sophia, right? Sephora. 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 <laughs> we're like Sephora. Mind you, Dave buys dollar store makeup yeah so yes we're like the jc penny and sephora i love it is like our two and eight glowing well that's why (laughs) that's why yeah so um and jet extends beyond like the youth services so it's a it's a really big um project that we have going on so we're part of a workforce development association and um, that was um, dictated by the state for areas to serve and jet is one of those and we um, do public assistance, so we work with clients who are on public assistance, like considering um, one way to put it is like welfare um, and have cash benefits. So we help those clients as well. We have adult clients, so not just the kids. Mm-hmm. That's what I was actually yeah. going to ask. Too, yeah, is if 18 plus, um, and it doesn't matter. Like there's qualifications, but we've just extended some more priorities of service. There's even more ways to qualify for our adult, adult programs now. You don't have to be on public assistance there are other ways to qualify um and then like dave had mentioned the youth the students in high schools um i call them young adults even in high school and then (laughs) the students who are out of school and that's that pocket dave was talking about that's really fun because a lot of times they graduate high school and they don't have a path or they've dropped out and they're struggling and they're like now i'm gonna get back on my feet now i don't know what to do so that is a big pocket for us um and then our dislocated workers So anybody who has been dislocated for no fault of their own or let go is included in that. And career adventure is just kind of being able to go into schools and do kind of some fun stuff, which kind of aligns with that whole 218 trades thing. And that we do across the board, 218 trades. It doesn't just go in high schools. It's in communities. Um, We do lots of events, presentations, and stuff like that outside of a school, school system. You mentioned dropouts. So do you help with GED assistance too? Well, we can help um, get students the support they need for the GED, whether that's enrolling at the local high school, like St. Louis County, the Duluth Public Schools do that. Um, AEOA has a program that they have a GED program. Um, The Alternative Center, I still believe, has a rendition of the GED program, just as long as you're under the right ages. Um, But we can help pay for that. We can provide stipends. So we essentially pay the class plus pay students to attend the classes. We can help with laptops and mileage and all that. Um, If you're under 24 and you don't have your high school diploma, that is a qualification. So it's a huge one, and it's 
can be very helpful for some people who are just trying to figure out what they're trying to do with their lives or anybody under 24 who has a child or pregnant automatically qualifies for programming. And a lot of those people are in that same boat. You know, one of the things that, that Laura touched on, um, but I think is important to reiterate is the idea of incentives. So if we have somebody who is, you're looking to get their GED, but has, you know, some things that um, they need assistance with some motivation, uh, we are able to help, uh, you know, we, we can pay, pay incentives to, to go, to graduate, to get your GED. You know, we have little bits of money that we help with that as well. Yeah, and then that ties into a big piece when you talked about the difference between JET and 2NA trades. So on the JET side, we're going to try to help you get that GED. And on the trade side, that's required. You have to have your GED. You must have a driver's license for a lot of those trades. So those are things we can pay for and help you get in line so that when you get into the trades, you're set. You're not trying to knock on their door with the missing things and trying to figure out where you go to get them. Our services provide them. Yeah, and I suppose like a lot of that thing, a lot of those things will hold people back too, mm-hmm. which will. The inter- cost. Yeah, mm-hmm. and kind of not be able to yeah. hold their job once they get one. Yeah. Well, I, and it's, it's not just, it's not just holding them back. It's not, they don't even start sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right. So they know they need transportation to be involved or they know they have to have their GED to be involved and they don't. So why bother? And it's a catch 22 with that. Exactly. Because it's like, OK, I have this mediocre low entry level job that I, I am getting money. And if I do my GED, I have to cut my hours, which then in turns mm-hmm. I can't pay for my car or my apartment. Right. And so those stipends and those incentives, we can help pay for that so that they can push through that programming and then in turn better themselves. So when they're ready and done, it's like, okay, let's go knock on the trade's door. What trade are we looking at? And while we're doing that, we come combining all that assessment stuff with them to figure it out. And when you sit down then with the trade and say, you know, I'm interested in being here. I mean, I had to, you know, the last couple months I've had to sit down and get my GED in order to do that. I've had to do this. I've had to do that. Now, now everybody in the trade, everybody making that decision realizes how important they are. Right, you are willing to do all these other things just to be eligible to work for them, and that sort of stuff mm-hmm. sticks with people. Mm-hmm. A lot of the interviewers um, for the trades talk about that, about how having tangibles for um, their candidates is a big thing. Like when they come in and say, I had to do A, B, and C, I'm jumping these hurdles. I, I need to support my family. I need to pay for my house. I need to do these things. Like Those are good tangibles for the trade because that's someone who's motivated. They're motivated to work. They're motivated to be successful because they want to make sure those things stay in place. They want to support their families and support their livelihood, whether it's kids or not. You know, Ricky, we talked about this when when we met you guys at Construct Tomorrow, and that is one of the toughest things for us to hear as part of 2 and 8 Trades and as as a part of JET is when you go in to uh, an apprenticeship and you talk to somebody who's starting and, and you ask them their story, right? Yep. And they say, yeah, I, I just turned 40. I have three kids, a home. I'm so excited about this because now I can afford this and I, and I have insurance for my family. I wish I would have known about this years ago. And that mm-hmm. part is, is really one of our motivators, right? right. Because mm-hmm. if, we can reach, if we could have reached that 40-year-old when he was 30 or when she was 25 – all of a sudden at 40, their life is just so drastically different. Yeah, we hear that a lot. A lot of them are, I wish I would have heard of that when I was 18. Yep. 
if you didn't check out the what were we doing Facebook Live at Construct tomorrow, yeah, make sure you go back and look at yes. that. I was just about to say that way to <laughs> way to promote us. <laughs> and you thought this was going to be tough. Yeah, you're doing it great. Is, it is tough. Um, just good thing they didn't get me walking across the beam. <laughs> <laughs> I was to let you on the beam. I know. I would not. I can't make an iron worker, folks. It's not happening. Sorry, Brian. It's not happening. No, heights freak me out, too. I, <laughs> he no. is so bad. Oh, my god! four feet off the ground. I was four feet off yep. the ground, and I was like, hold my hand. I would have been, my hands <laughs> would have been shaking, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was me. So were you more nervous to do, to walk on the beam or to do an interview with us? Oh, the well, I thought I was so confident with the beam until I got up there. <laughs> so... So it was the opposite then of today. Yeah. Right? Because she was so nervous to get here, and now she's knocking it out of the park. So Yeah. You're doing great. Good job. (laughs) All right. I see some good questions in here. I'm interested to see what you guys. So we met one of your um, team members, Alyssa, Mm -hmm. at Construct Tomorrow, and she was from International Falls, right? Yes. What is your guys' reach then around the state? So um, I I kind of use a little roadmap cheat sheet um moose lake everybody knows where moose lake is like moose lake willow river exits go rebels all the way up to um grand marais grand portage go vikings yeah right (laughs) (laughs) right on the canadian border right there um jet across through all those trees and almost through the lake and you'll end up at international falls go broncos go broncos hey Alyssa. And then shoot all the way down to Aiken. Go Gobblers. Seriously? Yep. Wow. I don't know all this. (laughs) It's Dave. (laughs) A fountain of useless information. (laughs) And I was pretty proud of the Rebels. I started something horrible. Okay. So then you're in Aiken, and then you just jet, get it, jet, (laughs) back to Moose Lake. So... We're just that conglomerate right there. And then, of course, in that area, is you have St. Louis County, so um, the Duluth area, and then Carleton County, and then Iron Range area, so Virginia, Hibbing, Grand Rapids, and all that in the middle of there. Yeah, you get Itasca, Cooch. Itasca, Cooch. Lake, Cook. Yep. Aiken. Yep. Carleton, and St. Louis. Yep, there you go. Uh, They say the toughest thing about JET is square footage. Yeah. I mean, the toughest thing we have to do is travel. Dave, Dave hikes. I mean, literally, this man should just start the Superior Walking Trail with his <laughs> um, programming because he covers from Proctor all the way to Grand, to Portage. Grand Portage. So he could Superior Hike Whoa. Trail it. And then somehow you'd have to probably hop on um, 33 and was it 53 to hit Southridge. Yep. You'd have kind yep. of a weird mm-hmm. little and the, then Hermitown. The jaunt. And then with 2 trades, I do the I do the outer ring. So. Mm-hmm. I'd go to Grand Portage, cut across to Indus, uh, um, uh, International Falls, Indus, and then come down just a little bit, do Big Fork. Yeah. So he's probably got the biggest area. Yeah. And like the like the most unique populations. And the littlest car. And <laughs> almost, and you should see Dave. So it's kind of weird that he has a little car. <laughs> Does have a little saying. car. Um, and I cover all of Carleton County. Me and Ryan, my coworker, do Ryan and I. Excuse me. Um, and he is focused on Moose Lake and Barnum, and I have the rest of the schools. And then um, Fond du Lac, the Ojibwe school, will be a place I'm going to be working really hard to get in this year. Oh, yay. With COVID and all that, it was a pretty tough um, tough place. Doors were locked. No one enter. 
Mm-hmm. But this year, it sounds like there's going to be a little more flexibility. So I'm really excited to get into there and, and start talking trades and, and whatnot and just youth counseling services. I mean, all schools lack it. So I, I was just thinking about that. When I was in high school, I went to Cloquet. Yeah. I didn't, like, how do students come to know you guys? Like, I would never have. If you like, ask some people, they say they smell me now. They're <laughs> like, we hear your voice, and, like, I get lines. So, I mean, when you get, you build relationships with the schools, the counselors, the teachers, and you just start getting that presence in there, they start to find you and recognize you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really um, intent about reaching out to students whether or not they qualify and making connections with teachers and trying to hit sporting events and just be involved in my schools. Like, I don't look at this, like, as a job. I look at it as, like, a life choice. Like, I'm choosing to be a part of my community in this way. And so that's just how I do it. Um, And so for me, like, counselors is probably the biggest thing to work with. And they are really good about opening their doors and getting in with the principals and whatnot. But um, I have kids across Cloquet and Carleton and Renshaw and – it's like I get on the loudspeaker to call a student down, and they're like, we heard you, and we were across the hall, and I was like, what do you need? Like, <laughs> happy to help, but it's just like sometimes you can't even can't even get to where you're going. Not but everybody gets to use the PA system, just saying. I get to use the PA <laughs> system. Um, but we're, um, um, like, well, with Laura said, the, uh, the real way that it works for me is the counselors, and just let them know that we're a tool. Yeah. Right. I, one of the things you run in sometimes is people are worried that you bring a certain set of skills that they also have and that you're there to, you know, take your piece of the pie off the side. But we want to make sure that, you know, counselors and principals and teachers that we work with know that we're just they're like a wrench in their toolbox. You know, we're sometimes you need a wrench. Top. And um, and being able to do <laughs> do that, what happens is, you know, you, the counselor appreciates what you do and knows of a, a teacher that could use what you do. Which could use, you know, then there's another student that you get. And all of a sudden you're involved in the school. You know, like one of my big success stories, I think, is Proctor, where I work across, you know, all the way from the principal, Mr. Roweeder, to, you know, Ted in the uh, Rails TV, uh, into the special ed department. You know, the whole thing we're able to. Um, Don't you know, forget Sarah Clivey and Career Pathways. Absolutely, in the Pathways program there. And then we did just get into Duluth East. So this is our first year. Um, will be uh, will be our first year in Duluth East. So, um, and one thing that goes hand in hand with that is that career adventure piece. That's like serving everybody. So, um, sometimes you get invited to schools just to do a presentation or like help with mock interviews, and it's like oh, we have okay. instantly have a connection there too. Then, cool. I like to go to presentations and um, bring treats and prizes and stuff for my classes, and then they get more motivated. And the next thing you know, they're calling me. So, so I'm able to get. She's there. much better Aww. at the treats thing than I. <laughs> I like, just go to holiday. Well, you're still better at wherever you got them from. But I got it from you because you're Mr. Holiday. So, like, I am I was, Mr. Holiday, but I don't usually uh, go there to buy treats <laughs> for presentations. You should start. Can you guys give a guesstimate on how many kids you've helped throughout your career with now, Jet and 218 Trades? No, there's the one I wish I'd have known ahead of time because I actually have a number for you. Oh, do it's you? It's just sitting back at the it's office. It's super inaccurate, though, because I'm super bad at case management. If anybody heard that <laughs> earlier, you, right, right, right. I'm not. So but, my spreadsheet's not to, updated for you. You have to ballpark it a little bit because you're not going to count every head. But as of, uh, I think it was mid-March, the last time I had to report on it, it was 600 and some odd kids. For just 218 Trades. Yeah, just 218 Trades. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. And the year before, it was well over 1,100 and that started with COVID, right? Yeah. Kids, um, Dave, or young adults too? 
for your 600 because like no that's young adults too (laughs) that's young adults too i keep i try to keep tabs of them all but it's on one spreadsheet um but as as often as we so if we get a chance to talk to somebody right and we're able to make you know an impact on them and plant a seed we'll get a phone call from like their sister right or a teacher in another class hey i heard you 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 guys talked about something like this what's that all about we might get a call from another school Uh, and so it's it's really kind of cool to to make that kind of and impression. It's, it's hard to pinpoint because, like, even there's sometimes where, like, the count one of the counselors I know was like, "Hey, I have a cousin who is just floundering at 20, has a decent job, but just doesn't know what the heck's going on." And like working with him and helping him, I helped him find a new job and get a little more successful. And it's like I never even enrolled him. I just it was just kind of like we just kept up with each other and I kept in touch with them. So I mean. <laughs> On my caseload, there's somewhere around 50 right now, but that's not just, that's just the ones enrolled. That doesn't mean there mm-hmm. hasn't been students we haven't just worked with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's all about that relationship yeah. part, you know. Mm-hmm. It's great. So, I, you know, the, the number 800 for this year is fantastic, but the goal with building that relationship is that means we've probably hit another 50 without even knowing anybody, mm-hmm. without knowing that additional 50 because of the relationships that, that we try really hard not just to build but to maintain, like the relationship we've been fortunate to, you know, set up with you guys. Yeah. You know, we're going to be able to help somebody now because we're recording this podcast, which right. we wouldn't have been able to do without you. Same thing as, like, Construct Tomorrow, like, being so grateful that we're a part of that team in the way we are and being ambassadors. It's like you can't put a number on how many kids we talked with or guided or introduced to someone or just chatted with. I remember going to my first like career fair, job fair back in the day when things were still black and white, you know, before a color oh, actually came to the like world. I was going to say like early 1800s. Right, or? yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I got a story. Almost, <laughs> almost tore the shoulder off cranking the engine in the front, yep, that, those days. And everybody was dressed the same. Everybody had the same pad folio, you know, everybody was looking professional. And I remember sitting in the middle of that going, I don't even belong here. You know, I don't know any of these people. I, 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 I'm not better. Look at that person. They look at those shoes on that person, right? And during Construct Tomorrow, what we didn't want is to have somebody just standing in the middle like that, not know, knowing that they wanted to be here, knowing that they wanted to work in construction, but really the whole interaction thing, that wasn't going to happen. That wasn't in their wheelhouse. So to be able to be there and, lean, you know, stand up next to somebody and say, you keep looking at the roofers, you want to go talk to them? And they might look at the floor and say, well, I said, oh, come on, I'll introduce you. And then I can help break the ice, right? And maybe there we made another connection for mm-hmm. somebody that wouldn't have made it. Going to your black and white story, Dave. Okay. I know you got your vaccination black and white story yeah. from when you were a kid. What yeah. was it, polio? <laughs> what was it? Which so vaccine it was? You had the smallpox shot, you know, that oh. leave, leaves the mark. Mm-hmm. So in my, when my son was little, he asked me what that was. And I said, well, it's the color shot. What do you mean? So I went to the and went to the archives, right? And there were some pictures of my parents, and one said 1969, and one said 1970. The 69 one was black, the 71 was color. And I said, <laughs> so the shot came in the middle of 1969, because you can see in 1969 everything was in black and white, and then we watched some dumb movie that was in black and white. <laughs> and I said, and in 1970 we had color. And then I took a picture out of myself in 1972, and I said, see, so I got the shot too. And, and now that you've got it, you know, it becomes hereditary. <laughs> so, and so you can see everything in color. Okay, oh my so God. whatever you did, I, don't, I mean, this is, this is funny, but um, 
so my daughter were in the car yesterday driving home, and it made me think of Dave so bad when I heard this. She goes to me, Mom, how did they, and this is Brooke, she goes, Mom, how do they make everything in color? I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, well, everything's colored now. How do they do that? And I sat there, and I'm like driving, and I'm looking at her in my rear view mirror, and I'm like, what? I don't get where she's coming. <laughs> you didn't say we got a shot? Come on, Mom. that was on a tee. <laughs> Back in the day when grandma was little, everything was black and white. Oh, bravo. And I'm like, well, okay, yeah, you're right. And she goes, so how did everything become color? Like, how is my car seat black and pink when it was black and white when grandma's growing up? I was like, why do you think everything is black and white? Well, I saw pictures at grandma's house, and they're all black and white, so there was nothing in color. I don't get it. And I was like, oh, and I was like, this is a Dave moment right now. See, so, I would have come up with something like... I know you would have. No no car seats back then either. It <laughs> was just sit have. down in a wheel well in case something comes over the top. You're not allowed to talk to Brooke for good reason. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just kind of get back to... You're going to redirect this? <laughs> yes. Okay, very good. Now. All right, all right. <laughs> um, no, I was actually on your guys' website. Yeah. And I wanted to hear more about the Empower. Empower, I don't know how yep. to say it. It's Empower. Yeah. Um, so how long has it been that we've been working on that? Um, Since I started. We started talking about having... So one of the things about our 2 and 8 trades team is besides me, it's all women. And uh, one, of our, one of the key points of 2 and 8 trades is to ensure that women and people of color have more than just sort of a spot that they can go, but there's a place that's focused. Right. And so two and eight trades is very good at focusing on those things. And so one of the things we wanted to do was provide a space for girls who, you know, want to do this. But when they go into the shop class, they're kind of given the eye roll. Mm -hmm. We wanted to have a spot for them to go and to learn and to have fun with the trades. And so we've been bantering this back and forth for about a year. And um, Jackie Bird, one of our coworkers up in uh, Virginia, uh, decided that, you know, she would take it on with, uh, with Laura and Amanda and Renee Prout, who's also on our team. And this is what they came up with. And it's the first annual. It's the first, anyway. It's tough to say first annual, right? It's going to be the, f it'll be annual next year. We it say will second be. annual. Mm -hmm. And hopefully extended. Yeah. Yeah. To not just, so right now it's on, it's on the range. It's at Masabi. Um, next, this week, to start tomorrow. Mm hmm. This week, the, the uh, 14th, 15th, 16th, and 17th. And uh, right now we have 25 girls uh, enrolled, and um, we'll be able to report back on it in a couple of weeks. But having a spot where, you know, they can put their hands on the tools and, and have different trades come up and talk about what it is, and some of the teachers from the colleges are going to be there teaching them some things. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's all about empowerment, just knowledge and empowerment. And the goal will be as this will be a success at 25 and next year Jackie's will increase and we can create something like this in St. Louis, Carleton County and just near it. So That's we have awesome. two of them. We don't have the means to pay for transportation. I mean, we can help reimburse mileage if they're enrolled in our programming. Um, but if we have another camp up here, we could be serving both areas mm -hmm. and giving people two places to go. So just more, less yeah. miles. It's kind of a proof of concept this yeah. year. And we've already got enough people that I think we can, mm -hmm. if it's, if something doesn't break down that we don't see, I think that we'll be able to do that. And if it breaks down, we'll just be better next time. Yeah, we'll just fix it. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Well, that's exciting. I We're think not quitters, Dave. It really, really is. Yeah. Isn't it, I though? Know. Yeah, I mean, especially, I feel like, 
there's a stereotype stereotype of like it's a male dominated trades. Yeah. I know my S's are terrible. <laughs> and it is. It is right now. I can, you know, I can argue that it is a male dominated trade mm-hmm. and I don't think that is the intention. Right, no. It's just that's just how it's been and that's it's good. just it's such a hard shift. But you guys are bringing awareness to it. So, so that's, yeah. yeah, that's Bravo. awesome. Yeah, we're trying. And that we definitely have support of the unions yep. and the contractors and they're really working hard to help create that so it's just a it's a big pile of us trying it, to get together and do it that's that's a very important part there's a lot of different places that are talking you know about the trades and and things because you know the numbers are there we're going to turn over many many um journey people in the trades over the next couple of years but we've been at it you know two and eight trades have been at it for th- going a little over three years now and the buy-in from the trades and the contractors being able to you know make a phone call Rather than having to try to figure out who it might be that they should talk to, you know, we just we just know them, and so we're able to pick up the phone and make a connection or ask for help. You know, one thing we're not super. She's better. Laura's better at this than I am, but I'm not always construction smart, and so I have to ask uh, the questions and and to have those people on the you know to have their business cards have them in the computer is is exceptional. So where can people go to? learn more about you guys, like website. Yeah, for sure. Hit up 218trades.com. Um, you can go to Nemojet, N-E-M-O-J-T.org as well. Um, those are two good good sources. The Nemojet website is going to give you just an overview of, it's Nemojet, but it is Jet now. Um, we'll give you a really good overview of all our services and stuff. But the 218trades is, as Dave would say, your one-stop shop <laughs> to that the is. trades. And um, you should get that trademarked. And uh, that's got just tons of resources. And if you hit the contact us button, it goes right to Dave, not to some robot or some weird place. It actually goes to Dave, and he's super good and consistent about checking his messages. So it's a really great place to reach out to. But like Dave said, um, he may not have, like, the huge experience in the construction trades background, but he knows who to go to. And if you call me and you have a specific question, I'm going to be able to answer it or Dave will call me. Um, But we just have relationships and it's not about putting anybody out or trying to do something better than anybody else. It's just like having the knowledge and we're just trying to help you get connected to the right resources and services or whatever it may be. But we all have our niches, I would say. So a couple things, Ricky. Uh, One is that, the contact people for everybody on our team is there. So mm-hmm. if, if you're from Crosby and you're listening to this, um, Amanda's Voller's information is right there in Aiken. I mean, you don't have to call us, you know, three yeah. hours away. You can reach somebody right there. And and Jackie and Renee up on the range, you know, it, their contact information is there as well. So there's, there's easy ways to contact somebody in your area that you might feel more comfortable with. And then, yeah, we can reach out from there. Perfect. Yeah. And we'll post those links on our Facebook page too. So anyone who's listening wants to check you guys out, they can just go to our Facebook page and click the link. Yep. That'd be great. Yeah. Sure. Well, thank you guys. And everyone who's listening around Carleton County, Cloquet area, um, Laura would be your contact who I also was speaking with you guys last time is also known as the what Mary Poppins of counselors. Uh, Carlton County. That's what a couple of counselors like Cloquet call me. Mary Poppins of Carlton County. I think it's funny. She has a, I think that either means she has an umbrella 
or she gets <laughs> uh-uh. stuff done. It's one or the other. Yeah. It's probably not the umbrella. It's the backpack. Got Ooh. It. I go with my backpack everywhere. Oh, it's kind of like her. I guess that's not like her umbrella. It's probably like her medicine bag. I pull the laptop, the paperwork. You do do that. <laughs> I do. I've got that figured out. Spoonful of sugar. You know what? I should put some candy in there because then it would really. I know that would be fitting. You could stop by Holiday. I could. Yeah. Dave's favorite store. <laughs> yep. Well, thank you guys for coming on and. Yeah, we appreciate it. It was hundred percent. It was very informational. We're guys, we're available to you anytime. I mean, yeah. the message that you guys um, have for your listeners dovetails with the message that we try to have for our students and our young adults and our older adults and frankly anybody that wants to get involved so we'll be available to you anytime and call us i mean even listeners give us a call if you have Mm -hmm. some Mm -hmm. information that you want to share about trades experiences or trying to get in or barriers you've had that's information we need to know so we can help navigate that we're really trying to become more focused on not just being 218 Trades, but community 218 Trades. So like working our way into NAWIC, which is um, National Association of Women in Construction, and working with specific groups like Middle of Res Road and stuff to become more um, fluent and have more information and, and help break those barriers. Yeah, this is how it works, right? You network with each other, and then you create a web for other people to access. So Definitely. You guys have been a great resource. Yeah. And- I love the relationship we're building. So awesome. looking forward we're excited. to more. Absolutely. Yeah. Now. Now moment, back to our trivia the question. I've been waiting for. What is the most <laughs> popular Father's Day gift? Is it flowers? No, that was Mother's Day. Sorry, I screwed that one up Dave. right away. What would you, Dave? The question, <laughs> the better question. No, it's probably not the right question. But what would you want for Father's Day? Like in general or seriously? Because. So I have Seriously. I have old pictures now that I want in my house because our windows are finally in. Yeah. And I have some old Duluth pictures. And so what I want, if you're listening, Aaron and Avery, <laughs> is frames for those old pictures. <laughs> I can put them on the wall. But normally what I want is to, like, go out to, you know, a local spot that we don't go to all that often and bring as many as a family as we can. And Dave, what are you going to do? You're not going to get car washes. I have car washes. But that's your father's day gift. Oh, that's my Christmas gift. Oh God, I can't keep up anymore. <laughs> you got the, what do you think it is? Um, well, if it's my husband we're talking about, it's either fishing poles or barley pops or. You could probably manage both of those. I know, but, and fishing lures, but I'm buying none of those things because he doesn't need any of that stuff. <laughs> so maybe I'll get creative and buy him a pair of walking shoes. I know I'm going to get him a bike like Ricky got. There you go. What's your oh, guess, Ricky? My guess? I'm going to say socks. I never get good father's I name. wonder if it's ties. Yeah, I wonder if it's shirts. Ties? Ties? It's ties. Yeah, Is it? Yes, ties. you oh, got it. So no fun. I know. They should be more creative with Father's Day. I got Nobody it. buy ties for your father on I Father's was, Day. I did that, though. My dad has probably a closet full, and they're all, like tailored to what he likes though so I feel like he yeah. loves them like he has Snoopy he has Garfield Does he, he has old them? cars he wears them on like occasions like yeah. we went to the father-daughter ball like every year when I was a kid Cute. so he would wear one every year that I got him so can I, can I give a tie purchasing suggestion yes please. Right. so you made a perfect example if you're gonna buy a tie you don't want if you buy a fashionable tie you're not gonna be able to wear it in six months right 
So if right. you get the Snoopy tie or the Star Wars tie, yeah. or the old co- you get one with a 70 cutlass right at the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can wear that over time. But rest assured, if you get popular color, uh, if you wear that four years later, you've dated yourself. So you're not going to wear it. <laughs> you, should be, you should start making your dad one of those, like, I'm thinking about those t-shirt blankets from when my kids oh, get older. Yeah. Make him a like, not a tie ties. blanket, but, like, one on a tie. Yeah. How like many ties would you need for a blanket? Well, you don't have to make... Oh, Dave, it's a lot, like though. Specific squares. <laughs> All right. Well, again, make sure you check out the Hinkley yes, Pow Wow. this weekend. Check us out on Facebook, and make sure you guys check out Jet and 218 Trades. Mm-hmm. We'll right. keep you guys updated yep. if we have any local events coming up. Perfect, and we'll cross-share that on our platforms, too. Yeah, for Great. sure. Thank All you, guys. You're awesome. You got, you've got you. the right idea and the right audience. Thank you. All right, everybody. Well, this is Middle of the Rise Road saying goodbye. See ya.